Hi, Tammy again. Let's talk about grief. Today I wanted to talk about how a bereaved parent feels. You know, this is something that is going to be with us for the rest of our lives. It's something that we think about every day, every night. And different parents have lost their child in different ways. My child was killed in a car accident. She was a passenger. Sometimes it's them driving. It could be drunk driving. They could be hit by a drunk driver. It could be someone that has committed suicide. It could be uh, someone that overdosed on drugs. There's many different ways that we've lost our children, but the end result is that we have lost them. And we all can relate to each other when we talk. When I speak to someone else that's lost a child, I know the pain that they're going through. We, we, we talk and we know that there's similarities in how we feel on a daily basis. Even though our circumstances might be different and they might have a component that I don't have. Maybe their child killed themselves and I don't understand that component but I do understand the loss and I feel like we need to be able to talk to each other about it. We need to be able to support each other about what we're going through and how we're feeling. This is a pain that just, it rips your soul apart. You have a hole, you have an emptiness. It's every day, I feel like even though I move, I'm moving forward, even though I'm going to work or I'm going out with friends and I'm laughing or what, whatever I'm doing, I feel like I always say it's my Jenna cloud because there's always that feeling, that underlying feeling about with your child. And the first time that you actually laugh, you know, I know I... When I first laughed, I stopped myself and I was like, oh my God, I just, I just laughed or I just smiled. And you feel guilty because you feel like, oh my God, how could I possibly be happy? How could I possibly be smiling? I lost my child. But you, you know that they love you so much and they would not want you to be suffering and unhappy. And even now, there's times when I cry and I hear my daughter saying, you know, Ma, well, stop crying. You know, like she doesn't want me to be sad. And I say, I'm so, Jenna, I can't help it. I, I can't help it. I miss you. Or if I look at a picture of her and I say, I can't believe that you're not here. Why are you not here? I'm, I'm missing out. I'm seeing, you know, your friends getting engaged and getting married and, and having children and you know, I don't, I don't get to see that. I don't get to have that. Or I think about the time when her sister will get married and she won't be there to be her maid of honor or her sister won't be Jenna's maid of honor. And I think about this and it's just, it's just difficult. And for this reason, we need so badly to be there for each other. We need to talk about how we're feeling. We need to share how we're feeling. 
you know, just to remind ourselves that we're not alone. And it just makes you feel better when someone understands you because, you know, if someone's lost a parent or an aunt or an uncle or whatever, you know, it's it's very hard on them, but it's not the same as someone that has lost a child. It's a very, very different loss. It's, it's, you know, I've lost, I lost my father. I've lost grandparents. And, you know, it's very hard at first, very, very hard. And then, um, like, slowly you kind of learn to, to get through it. And, you know, the pain seems to, like, dissipate. It, it gets easier. And, you know, you can think of them with with you know good thoughts and you could think of the memories and stuff like that and you might cry but it's this is just so so different and so I find myself being sad and I even say to people there's certain places that I feel safe to cry I feel safe to cry with my hairdresser I feel safe to cry at my nail place you know maybe with certain family or whatever but you don't feel comfortable to cry wherever you are. And now my daughter, her car accident was December 26th. And so we're coming up on it. It's going to be five years. And even though, you know, they declared her legally dead on the 28th, which was my daughter's 16th birthday. And then we took her off life support on the 29th and she donated her organs. So it's, it's coming up on it and it's and it's difficult and there's times where you're getting these waves and I just I want to cry but you always feel like you have to cry in private you don't feel like you have the freedom you know or the ability to just be able to cry wherever you are and for people to understand I was I when I was at my job where uh, when it actually happened, I was working for one place and I was there for a period of time after Jenna passed. And when I came back to work, I cried all the time. I, I used to run and talk to people. There was people there that lost children and especially one of my friends and I would run and I would talk to her. And it it was the only thing that was helping me get through the days because, you know, and it was a new job so I couldn't not be there. And you want to crawl up in a ball, and you don't want to be there. And I was only out of work for a couple of weeks. They they give you five days when you lose a child, which is ridiculous. That's another thing that has to change. And then they gave me a week under the radar. And I was, I, I so I had to go back to work. And I guess in a way it's good because it has to propel you forward. Like you have to be able to keep putting one foot in front of the other. But I also had a difficult situation there with someone that I was working with, which made it very, very hard. And, and my husband was not, you know, necessarily in a good frame of mind. So I really didn't have a soft place to land. And I was, I was trying to be strong for my daughter. So I was on my own a lot emotionally. But I cried and I cried and I cried. And you can't run from grief. You can't. You can't push it aside. You have to grieve. Because if you try to push it aside, it's just going to come back to haunt you. And it's just going to be worse. So you have to let it be. You have to go through it. You have to feel it. There's just no getting around it. 
and I just would cry and and I and then after a while you just get this feeling like nobody wants to see it anymore nobody wants to look at it everyone's uncomfortable you should be moving forward you shouldn't be crying and it's like so you so a bereaved parent learns to hide how they're feeling they learn to not show that emotion even though you can't help it i recently so i had changed to another job 6 months ago and i was recently sitting there and the feeling was just coming and coming and i was you know at my desk and trying to like hide it and then my principal wound up seeing it and and she said maybe you should take a break and i ran into the bathroom and i was just crying and i didn't think i was going to be able to come out of the bathroom i wanted to just keep crying but again you have to pull yourself together and you have to get yourself back and you know and and just like shut it off and it's so difficult and so you know sometimes when i'm alone i cry i do cry but maybe that's not necessarily when i felt like crying i felt like crying at that time so you know it's and people get uncomfortable they get uncomfortable and they don't want to see it so the mindset of this has to be changed you know people have to start understanding that this is the type of grief that is ever present it's all the time it's day and night yes when you get to have a period of time where all of a sudden you're busy and your mind is busy and you're enjoying people or you're out with friends or I'm at my daughter's hockey tournaments or something like that and all of a sudden I realize oh my god I didn't think about it for an hour or I didn't think about it for 2 hours or you know I just had fun and I just enjoyed myself and I wasn't sad it's like when you when you first start grieving and you're crying all the time and then all of a sudden there's a half an hour where you didn't cry and then all of a sudden it becomes an hour where you didn't cry and it's a few hours and then a day and then and it's and you're just you kind of relieved in a way because it's so exhausting the thing about losing a child is it's it's emotional but it's mentally exhausting it's physically exhausting it just it just encompasses your whole soul it's 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 just so hard and you you don't function the same you're not the same your brain doesn't work the same everything is different about you and you just really can't help that or change that because it just it's just the way that it is it's just a fact so it's so important for me to get across i a lot of times i will write things on facebook because i'm just trying to give people a window into what is going on with me emotionally and what i'm feeling i want them it's not that i'm looking for likes i'm not looking for them to say they feel sorry for me i want them to just understand i'm trying to teach people what it feels like and no you can't possibly know unless you've lost a child and god knows people that have lost a child don't want to see someone else lose a child because they know the pain that is involved so really what i'm trying to do is to get people to understand 
what we are going through and to just, you know, people are sympathetic, you know, when it's an anniversary or it's a child's birthday, whatever, they want to be supportive, but they're not supportive all the time. They don't say, how are you doing today? It's not like, hey, how are you doing? What's going on? It's like, how are you doing today? You know, are you okay? Do you, you know, anything you want to talk about? No, you know, not everybody wants to make that commitment. <laughs> you know, they, they, if they ask you and they really want to know, you're going to answer them. And then are they prepared to hear it? They may not want to hear it. So, you know, it's kind of a loaded question. So you have to be that type of person that's really willing to want to listen and to really want to hear what I have to say. So you know what I do? People say to me, how you doing? I say, okay, or fine. Sometimes I've even upgraded to good if I'm really feeling good that day, you know. But again, this is why this conversation is so important. And we will continue the conversation. We will keep talking about it. I will keep talking about it. And I hope to get other people involved in the conversation because I think it's important because I think that we're a group that is kind of forgotten about. And we, there are a lot of people that are supportive and then there are people that, believe it or not, even their families have told them, you know, you got to move on. Are you kidding me? That, that That's not a thing. We don't move on. We just put one foot in front of the other and we just try to keep going. That's what we do. But it's, it's, not, it's not easy. It's a lot of effort, a lot of effort to do, be able to do that. So I thank you for listening. And again, I will continue to post about things related to this. And if you have anything that you want to talk about, or you want to hear me talk about, please uh, let me know. And I will be speaking to you again soon. Thank you. Have a good day.